The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. There is no question about Catholics. We always find something to celebrate. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Saturday, June 17, 2023, Saturday of the 10th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The Immaculate Heart of Mary signifies, first of all, the great purity and love of the heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary for God. This purity is manifested in her yes to the Father at the Incarnation. Her love for and cooperation with the Incarnate Son in His redemptive mission and her docility to the Holy Spirit. That enabled her to remain free of the stain of personal sin throughout her life. Mary's Immaculate Heart therefore points us to her profound interior life where she experienced both joys and sorrows. Immaculate Mary, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular for those recommended by our Holy Father this month, that the international community may commit in a concrete way to ensuring the abolition of torture and guarantee support to victims and their families. Amen. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. When I am invited to a particular home, Jesus, many times families show me pictures of their own story, the way they met, or their first trip to some exciting place, whatever, or memories, just memories from the past. And today, in this feast day of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, in a way I entered into a memory book of the Holy Family. And in the Gospel of St. Luke, we see part of this kind of an interview that St. Luke made to the Blessed Virgin Mary, because his gospel is an interview to Mary. And uh, about those memories, there is one that sticks very powerfully, which is when you were 12 years old, Jesus. And today when I read that that time when you were 12, your parents brought you to the temple, and you stayed behind, and then they had three days without you, trying to find you, again, it's like opening up a book of memories and uh, showing myself or showing others what happened in the heart of Mary. So it's a very interesting gospel. 
If you remember, Mary and Joseph were anxiously trying to find Jesus. And maybe to the heart of Mary came the memory, the prophecy of Simeon, when he said in the temple, a sword will trespass your heart. And Mary for three days was without you, Jesus. And she learned something. So let's go to this heart of Mary. Let's go to that memory that uh, she brought to consideration in the Gospel of St. Luke. And let's learn something from that. I like to compare the life of every person, even the life of Mary, to a movie. And in a good movie, in a very good movie, there is always room for mystery. If the movie is cheesy, it's simple, doesn't engage you. Maybe, maybe it's a movie, a good movie for a plane. You can watch it on the plane or whatever on a trip. But it's flat. It doesn't engage you. On the contrary, a movie that has some complications, some nuances, is more exciting. I was thinking, for example, Inception, one of my favorite movies, is that kind of a film that you need to watch twice to understand it well, I guess. And that makes you happy. You want to watch it again because you think, oh, the director had a point here and he didn't see it, and I want to see it again, to watch it again, in order to understand it better. Same happens with the life of the saints and the hearts of the saints. Sometimes, my Lord, when I go to churches and I see statues of saints, or when I read the life of the saints, I get the impression, and it's a temptation, that their lives were simple. They were born holy and they just grew up and then developed in a supernatural way and there were no shadows or anything like that or doubts or and this is not true every saint precisely because followed you jesus had the experience of the cross the experience of a darkness and that experience made that saint grow stronger and if I want to be a saint, if I want to be your friend, it's not that you are punishing me when you put me through those paths that are more difficult. It's that you are loving me more because you are driving me towards a higher position in life. And this is exactly what happened in the life of Mary. It was a wonderful life, no question about it. But Mary had freedom to grow, to develop, to expand her heart. And this is precisely what makes us closer to Mary, that she is human. So the first thing that I want to say, Jesus, is thank you for giving human models that we can follow. I was listening the other day to this song of Chainsmokers that says something like, I'm not looking for somebody with some superhuman gifts, some superhero, some fairy tale bliss, but just someone I can turn to. And uh, I could pray. I was able to pray with that song. I was thinking, you can tell the same thing to me many times. And say the same thing. I'm not looking for a perfect person. Or I'm not looking for a perfect circumstances for you to grow. Artificial ones. Where everything is controlled. I want you to grow in a slippery world. I want you to grow, you're telling me, in a world that is chaotic. And I want to turn you to yourself and to look inside your heart and to discover that I am accompanying you. The answer from Jesus looks pretty hard, but it's an answer of love, unquestionable love for his mother. 
And he says, why were you looking for me? Why? And the answer is pretty simple. I was anxious. And then Jesus would ask again, why were you anxious? What's the problem? And it is a mystery to get the whole depth of that question, but I think our Lord was saying something like, my Father is giving meaning to everything you do. And he's not abandoning you. Why were you anxious? Why are we anxious sometimes, Jesus? Why? Why did you react in the way you react? Why don't you believe in me? Why don't you follow me better, closer? Why don't you follow me in the place that you should follow me? Maybe it's a situation that we should change. Not only the problem, but where are we looking for Jesus? I think every person in, in our own lives, we have moments of uncertainty, and it's, it's, not, it's not just a curse or anything like that. It's, it's part of life. A teenager doesn't know if he or she will make it to college. Maybe you are now in that situation. When you get to college, you don't know if you're going to get a job. Once you get a job, you don't know if you would be get married or, or how is your career going to be. Later, you discover your vocation. As a priest, myself, you maybe are called to be a dad or a mom, and then what about being a dad or a mom? Are you ready for that? So it is always the same question. Why are you anxious? Why don't you focus on the present moment? Maybe this is what Jesus, through this powerful experience of Mary and Joseph, is telling us. Why don't you stop searching outside me for answers? Why don't you just look at me? And I think uh, this is what Mary learned and Joseph. And it is beautiful, again, to see them growing. Their lives were not simple. They didn't see that many miracles till later in life. And St. Joseph was dead by then. So their whole life was a step towards God in the midst of ordinary things. And there is where they found Jesus, the real Jesus. And this is what you and I should do, maybe today, asking Jesus, my Lord, I want to find you there in my life, exactly where I am right now. I found a quote by Pope Francis that really struck me because he said, I have a dogmatic certainty. I mean, when the Pope says, I have a dogmatic certainty, it means something, I guess. And he said, God is in every person's life, period. I have a dogmatic certainty. God is in your life. And it's not, he will be in your life or he was in your life. No, he is right now. Give meaning. Give depth. Find Jesus. It is a possibility at hand. The kingdom of heaven is in your hearts. It's at hand. Our Lord said many, many times in the gospel. Why don't we do accept this reality that God is in my life right now? Jesus, you are with me in my heart. Challenging you. Challenging me. I really like this sign that we see when we are driving that says U-turn. Because I think it has a double meaning. It has the U-turn meaning you go to the opposite direction. And also, in a joke, could be applied as you turn, not me. Meaning, God is telling you, if you really want to find happiness, you got to turn to me. You turn. And you make the U-turn, which is 180 degrees. But both. is is you doing it and it's you coming back to me. And maybe this is what, uh, through this gospel, we can learn. That I need to turn to you. I need to stop building 
my house, my happiness on, on, on sand that is kind of uh, shaky. I want to put a rock there. And that rock is you, my Lord. Be my rock. When I look at the heart of Mary, I can see her very happy. I can see her growing, discovering, exploring, not getting old. Mary was not static in her love for you. She was always open to learn more, to get deeper. Mary, my mother, help me to receive Jesus as you did. Speaking about interviews, St. Luke made an interview to Mary in his gospel. I was thinking, that would be so great to have a picture of Mary after communion. When Jesus was in heaven and, uh, and the apostles would celebrate Mass in John, in Ephesus or whatever. So Mary kneeling down and then St. John saying, the body of Christ. And Mary closing her eyes, receiving you and talking to you. What a picture, right? That would be awesome to have one of them. And Mary telling you, I lost you once. I will never lose you again. I want to repeat that with Mary. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app.
on this memorial of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, that is the Catholic Music Initiative featuring Dave and Lauren Moore with Immaculate Mary. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship. Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Rightness of the Father's glory springing from eternal light, source of light by light engendered, day enlightening every day. In your 
everlasting radiance shine upon us, Christ, true Son, bringing life to mind and body through the Holy Spirit's power. Father of unfading glory, rich in grace and strong to save, hear our prayers and come to save us. Keep us far from sinful ways. Dawn is drawing ever nearer, dawn that brings us all we seek. Son who dwells within the Father, Father uttering one word. Glory be to God the Father, glory to His only Son, glory now and through all ages to the Spirit Advocate. I love you, Lord. You are my strength. I love, I love you, Lord. You, you are, are my strength. strength. I love you, Lord. My strength, my rock, my fortress, my Savior. My God is the rock where I take refuge, my shield, my mighty help, my stronghold. The Lord is worthy of all praise. When I call, I am saved from my foes. The waves of death rose about me. The torrents of destruction assailed me. The snares of the grave entangled me. The traps of death confronted me. In my anguish, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. Then the earth reeled and rocked. The mountains were shaken to their base. They reeled at his terrible anger. Smoke came forth from his nostrils and scorching fire from his mouth. Coals were set ablaze by its heat. He lowered the heavens and came down, a black cloud under his feet. He came enthroned on the cherubim. He flew on the wings of the wind. He made the darkness his covering the dark waters of the clouds, his tent. A brightness shone out before him with hailstones and flashes of fire. The Lord thundered in the heavens. The Most High let his voice be heard. He shot his arrows, scattered the foe, flashed his lightnings, and put them to flight. The bed of the ocean was revealed. The foundations of the world were laid bare at the thunder of your threat, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your anger.
From on high he reached down and seized me. He drew me forth from the mighty waters. He snatched me from my powerful foe, from my enemies whose strength I could not match. They assailed me in the day of my misfortune, but the Lord was my support. He brought me forth into freedom. He saved me because he loved me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance, and scatter my darkness. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance, and scatter my darkness. He rewarded me because I was just, repaid me for my hands were clean, for I have kept the way of the Lord, and have not fallen away from my God. For his judgments are all before me, I have never neglected his commands, I have always been upright before him, I have kept myself from guilt. He repaid me because I was just, and my hands were clean in his eyes. You are loving with those who love you. You show yourself perfect with the perfect. With the sincere you show yourself sincere, but the cunning you outdo in cunning. For you save a humble people, but humble the eyes that are proud. You, O Lord, are my lamp, my God who lightens my darkness. With you I can break through any barrier. With my God, I can scale any wall. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love, and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. Lord, kindle a light for my nights and scatter my darkness. All wondered at the words of grace, which came from the mouth of the Lord. From the Book of Job The three men ceased to answer Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. But the anger of Elihu, son of Barakal the Buzite, of the family of Ram, was kindled. He was angry with Job for considering himself rather than God to be in the right. He was angry also with the three friends because they had not found a good answer and had not condemned Job. But since these men were older than he, Elihu bided his time before addressing Job. When, however, Elihu saw that there was no reply in the mouths of the three men, his wrath was inflamed. So Elihu, son of Barakal the Buzite, spoke out and said, I am young and you are very old. Therefore I held back and was afraid to declare to you my knowledge. Therefore, O Job, hear my discourse and hearken to all my words. Behold, now I open my mouth, my tongue and my voice form words. I will state directly what is in my mind. My lips shall utter knowledge sincerely, 
for the Spirit of God has made me. The breath of the Almighty keeps me alive. If you are able, refute me. Draw up your arguments and stand forth. Behold, I, like yourself, have been taken from the same clay by God. Therefore, no fear of me should dismay you, nor should my presence weigh heavily upon you. But you have said in my hearing, as I listen to the sound of your words, I am clean and without transgression. I am innocent. There is no guilt in me. Yet he invents pretexts against me and reckons me as his enemy. He puts my feet in the stock. He watches all my ways. In this you are not just, let me tell you, for God is greater than man. Why then do you make complaint against him that he gives no account of his doings? For God does speak, perhaps once or even twice, though one perceive it not. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, as they slumber in their beds, it is then he opens the ears of men, and as a warning to them, terrifies them. By turning man from evil and keeping pride away from him, he withholds his soul from the pit and his life from passing to the grave. For a man is chastened on his bed by pain and unceasing suffering within his frame, so that to his appetite food becomes repulsive and his senses reject the choicest nourishment. His flesh is wasted so that it cannot be seen, and his bones, once invisible, appear. His soul draws near to the pit, his life to the place of the dead. How deep are the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God! How How unsearchable his judgments! Who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has been his counselor? How How unsearchable his judgments! A reading from the Moral Reflections on Job by St. Gregory the Great, Pope. Listen, Job, to what I say, and ponder all my words. The teaching of the arrogant has this characteristic. They do not know how to introduce their teaching humbly, and they cannot convey correctly to others the things they understand correctly themselves. With their words, they betray what they teach. They give the impression that they live on lofty heights from which they look down disdainfully on those whom they are teaching. They regard the latter as inferiors to whom they do not deign to listen as they talk. Indeed, they scarcely deign to talk to them at all. They simply lay down the law. To teachers of this kind, the Lord, through the prophet, says rightly, But you will rule them with severity and with power. There is no doubt that such as are prone not to correct their subjects with quiet reasoning, but to compel them to change by rough and domineering methods, rule with severity and power. On the contrary, true doctrine all the more effectively shuns the voice of arrogance through reflection, in which it pursues the arrogant teacher himself with the arrows of its words. It ensures that the pride which it attacks in the hearts of those listening to the sacred words will not, in fact, be preached by arrogant conduct. For true doctrine tries both to teach by words 
and to demonstrate by living example humility, which is the mother and mistress of virtues. Its goal is to express humility among the disciples of truth more by deeds than by words. Accordingly, when addressing the Thessalonians, Paul is oblivious of his own eminent dignity as an apostle. He actually says, We became as little children in your midst. Similarly, the apostle Peter enjoins, Be always prepared to satisfy everyone who asks a reason for the hope which is in you. And by adding the words, With a good conscience, speak gently and respectfully. Peter draws attention to the manner in which sacred doctrine should be taught. When he tells his disciples, These things command and teach with all power, Paul really recommends the credibility that goes hand in hand with good behavior rather than the domineering exercise of power. When one practices first and preaches afterwards, one is really teaching with power. Doctrine loses credibility if conscience tethers the tongue. Paul, therefore, in the saying quoted above, does not refer to the power of lofty rhetoric, but to the confidence elicited by good deeds. Of the Lord, too, it is said, He taught with authority, unlike the scribes and Pharisees. He alone, in a unique and sovereign way, spoke from the power of his goodness, because no evil weakness led him into sin. For he had from the power of his own divine nature what he gave to us, through the sinlessness of his human nature. Clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. For God resists the proud and gives his favor to the humble. Learn of me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. For God resists the proud and gives his favor to the humble. Let us pray. Father, your love never fails. Hear our call. Keep us from danger and provide for all our needs. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Clothe yourselves with humility towards one another. For, For God, God resists the, the proud and, and gives his favor to the humble. Learn of me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. For, For God, God resists the, the proud and gives his favor to the, to the humble. Let us pray. O God, whose providence never fails in its design, keep from us, we humbly beseech you, all that might harm us, and grant all that works for our good, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, June seventeenth, two 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and as a parent, it's hard to imagine the sheer terror of realizing that you've misplaced a child. 
It's no wonder that Mary said, Why have you done this to us? Today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, is from the second chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Now Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover. When he was twelve years old, they went up according to custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it, but supposing him to be in the company, they went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintances. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, seeking him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When they saw him, they were astonished. Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been looking for you anxiously. How is it that you sought me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? They did not understand the saying in which he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and was obedient to them. His mother kept all these things in her heart. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app.
certainly there are more versions out there, but those are the two best-known versions of Ave Maria. First, the Schubert version, given to us by the great Andrea Bocelli, and then the version by Gounod, as sung by the late, great Karen Carpenter. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and we join with the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. Certainly there are more versions out there, but those are the two best-known versions of Ave Maria. First, the Schubert version, given to us by the great Andrea Bocelli, and then the version by Gounod as sung by the late, great Karen Carpenter. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and we join with the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. When breaks the day and dawn grows bright, Christ nearer seems the light of light. From us like shades that nighttime brings, drive forth, O Lord, all darksome things. Earth's dusky we see light itself. O Lord, Lord, in your light, we we see light itself. Sin speaks to the sinner in the depths of his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes. He so flatters himself in his mind that he knows not his guilt. In his mouth are mischief and deceit. All wisdom is gone. He plots the defeat of goodness as he lies on his bed. He has set his foot on evil ways. He clings to what is evil. Your love, O Lord, reaches to heaven, your truth to the skies. Your justice like God's mountain, 
your judgments like the deep. To both man and beast you give protection. O Lord, how precious is your love. My God, the sons of men find refuge in the shelter of your wings. They feast on the riches of your house. They drink from the stream of your delight. In you is the source of life, and in your light we see light. Keep on loving those who know you, doing justice for upright hearts. Let the foot of the proud not crush me, nor the hand of the wicked cast me out. See how the evildoers fall? Flung down, they shall never arrive. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, you are the source of unfailing light. Give us true knowledge of your mercy, so that we may renounce our pride and be filled with the riches of your house. O Lord, in your light we see light itself. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Strike up the instruments, a song to my God with timbrels. Chant to the Lord with cymbals. Sing to him a new song. Exalt and acclaim his name. A new hymn I will sing to my God. O Lord, great are you and glorious, wonderful in power and unsurpassable. Let your every creature serve you. For you spoke and they were made. You sent forth your spirit and they were created. No one can resist your word. The mountains to their bases and the seas are shaken. The rocks like wax melt before your glance. But to those who fear you, you are very merciful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. All peoples, clap your hands. Cry to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, we must fear. Great King over all the earth. He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. Our inheritance, our glory, is from him given to Jacob out of love. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. Sing praise for God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our king. Sing praise. God is king of all the earth. Sing praise with all your skill. God is king over the nations. God reigns on his holy throne. The princes of peoples are assembled with the people of Abraham's God. The rulers of the earth belong to God, to God all who reigns over all. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was in the beginning, beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. 
God, King of all peoples and all ages, it is your victory we celebrate as we sing with all the skill at our command. Help us always to overcome evil by good, and we may rejoice in your triumph forever. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. A reading from the Book of Tobit Do to no one what you yourself dislike. Give to the hungry some of your bread, and to the naked some of your clothing. Seek counsel from every wise man. At all times bless the Lord God and ask Him to make all your paths straight and to grant success to all your endeavors and plans. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Incline my heart according to, to your will, O God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Speed my steps along your path according to your will, O God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Let us give thanks to Christ and offer him continual praise, for he sanctifies us and calls us his brothers. Lord, help Help your your brothers to to grow in holiness. With single-minded devotion, we dedicate the beginnings of this day to the honor of your resurrection. May we make the whole day pleasing to you by our works of holiness. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. As a sign of your love, you renew each day for the sake of our well-being and happiness. Renew us daily for the sake of your glory. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. Teach us today to recognize your presence in all men, especially in the poor and in those who mourn. 
Lord, help your brothers to grow in holiness. Grant that we may live today in peace with all men. Never rendering evil for evil. Lord, help your brothers to grow in holiness. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Savior, hear our morning prayer. Help us to follow the light and live the truth. In you we have been born again as sons and daughters of light. May we be your witness before all the world. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, I have an idea for today. Whenever you have a few minutes and nothing to do, pray a Hail Mary. The Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make it a great day and a great weekend, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.